Blog Talk Radio. My Doja Kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I Crank up the focus to get it in for five fillers in the ceiling. Well, do it live! Yes. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, it's August 12th, 2020. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant, and joining me, co-host extraordinaire, my good friend, and yours, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, welcome to the East Coast Cast. Hello, you people. Hello, you people, indeed. Um, how's everything? Doing all right, man, doing all right. You, uh, you, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to. Not even going to go there. It's too early. We'll 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 get right. there. Um, this is again. This is the East Coast cast. It's time to time to talk some shop. Time to talk wrestling. Time to talk uh, TV. Let's uh, before we get into into that. Let's go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. If you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, hit us up live on air. Give us a call, and we will talk to you tonight. Uh, give us a call on the Constellation lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, the call-in number to this here show is 347-202-0103. If you can't call us live but you want to have your voice heard, you can also drop us in a voicemail. A voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes uh, to uh, ask questions, pose comments, and Yell, rant, rave, whatever you got. Uh, that's a place to do it. The voicemail line can be reached at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229. We're the voicemail line. You can find us on the uh, mailbag. is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up there. Uh, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast. Audio show at gmail.com. Let us know somewhere in the uh, subject or the body of the email which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your uh, your email read. You can find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. Uh, all kinds of... Uh, <clears throat> uh, role-playing fantasy uh, top situations happening over there in the last uh, half a day or so. (laughs) You know how many things I just kind of say in passing and I don't really mean anything by it? And like people just think that's just my whole life. been for the last 10 years. So, yes, I know those things. Yeah, I don't don't remember the things I say 10 minutes after I say it. And everybody's like, oh, that's you. That's who you are. So we're going to label you for the rest of your life. And it's like, guys, I'm just having a good time. I mean, but also, 
true. Ain't nothing wrong with saying Find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Go over there, give us a like, uh, chime in with uh, media articles, memes, whatever you got. <laughs> Share them there. Uh, so, yeah, give us a like there. Uh, Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies. And it spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. So, yeah, Cam, where are we starting this evening? What's the uh, what's the headline, the highlight? What's the number one thing folks are talking about this week? Yeah, I think the um, the highlight is probably Randy Orton and Ric Flair. Um, you know, Ric Flair has been you know Randy's uh, manager. Randy being in charge, for lack of a better term. I'm um, kind of reuniting some of that old, you know, evolution relationship. And Randy basically had enough of Rick. Um, felt like he was doing things to derail the momentum. He had a really, uh, a really passionate, uh, you know, really heartfelt trip down the lane on my back. Uh, you know, talking about Rick getting Randy out of trouble when he was young. Maybe Rick holding on too long. It was, it was a lot. Um, which ended with a, a an interesting spot. Like, you like when the things that don't necessarily match up perfectly. You do like when they all kind of come together, so to speak. So uh, we talk about retribution, I'm sure. But, you know, they've been messing with lights and microphones and breaking things. And so when Randy Orton attacks Ric Flair, it's not his signature RKO. It's a low blow to get Rick down. And then it's a punt kick as the lights are out. Because, you know, I don't think Rick, can or should be taking any type of real physical blows or even the semblance of them, right? So there's that, and then there's officials and Drew McIntyre coming out to save Rick, and it just kind of heightens, you know, this Randy Orton character that's been um, had a lot of upper momentum in the last, uh, you know, six months or so. And it, uh, you know, makes, makes you drew gives him motivation, more motivation against Randy, and it's a real emotional moment, and, and it was uh, that was executed really well. So how did the crowd, in the, in the moment of oh, the crowd, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well, it's like, how did it go? I mean, did it work? Like, with the, was it was Randy a heel? I mean, I assume so. That's kind of a scumbag thing to do. Yeah, We're very much so. Yeah, okay. That's really Very much so. Um, well, Randy's a heel in this five. You know, Drew, Drew's on his, I'm going to get you, son of a bitch, chip, and that was too far. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, and it was really, really well done. Like, they, they have him, he's in a zone right now, and he's doing really, really good work character-wise. Uh, and I think, I, I've, I've said this, like, a bunch of times, like, I think Drew has just been really, really good, but there's one knock against Drew so far, it's his lack of competition. It's the guys that have him in there like nobody believed that Dolph Ziggler had a shot. Right. It's probably one of the reasons they absolutely had to, in the last six months, you know, have an eye on Orton being in this position. 
position. Well, who the hell else can we count on that's going to show up that's going to, yeah. So do you think with with the way with the way it is, like with the no crowd and how they tape, it's a different level of pressure, I guess, is off. I don't want to say that in like a rookie sense because it's the opposite. Randy's a, you know, 20-year vet. But is it is the mentality, is there like a weight that goes away when you don't have to, when things are just, things are just different? And I think the pressure is just, uh, it's on, but it's a different kind of pressure. Yeah, I think that, um, think that has anything you know, to do Randy, with like the last four, six months of Randy Orton's career. Yeah, it's like, think about all those kids who were going to, you know, on this upward trajectory and go into whatever school to go play big-time college football, big-time college basketball, and then <clears> had their first bad game and somebody said a scout was in the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, I think that yeah. Randy Orton is somebody who probably really does like wrestling, um, but likes it more when he's not in a room full of people he doesn't want to be in. You know what I mean? Like, I think that him performing this well um, it's not a coincidence that it's not having to play it a certain way to an audience. And I think that you know, he's very much telling a story um, that he believes is good, doesn't have to worry about that outward, that outside noise saying it is or it isn't. You know, I think that that's absolutely coming into play. Um, do, do yeah, you think... For reason, like it's... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I just... I, do you think... Uh... He's like the opposite of like that attitude that you hear from like Austin of the addiction to the ru- you know, to the crowd, the pop and all that stuff. How you just wrestlers just traditionally historically have a hard time giving it up. I mean, I don't even want to get in percentages, but certainly a decent amount of the, the named superstar wrestlers throughout the decades, uh, you know, coming in for one last match, one last run, where it's just like, boy, oh boy, is that that promoter taking advantage that that guy is just wants to be out there. Um, it doesn't seem with the way we were discussing Randy Orton. That's just, that ain't him. I don't, yeah, I think I don't even like the feedback like the way you're describing. Like, I don't even like the motherfucker. Is he performing in front of uh-huh. <laughs> If he could have always had it this way, I think he could have always had it this way. Yeah. He could say it again. Because the check don't clear the same. Yeah, he sure. would always had it this way. He would always had it this way. If it could be OBW forever and, you know, the boss thinking he was a million bucks and him getting paid the same, I think he would absolutely prefer that. Like, you just remember, like, the awkwardness of face Randy Orton. Uh, face Randy Orton hitting an RKO and then hitting the jumping splits. Remember that? Damn. Stop it. Don't ah, now think about that gift. That gift that was. I'm giving. It was the most. It just made no. I just remember that time. It was just like, what was that? And you never saw anything like that ever again. It's just the most. It's like, like someone told him you need to play to the crowd more, and he purposely did the most ridiculous thing you could think of. Do you remember when they had Lance Storm coming out doing the cabbage patch? 
when they realize you doing the the hey Lance, you don't have your personality if you don't start hamming it up with your you know, your fighter basically with the storyline. Absolutely. So he's coming out there with yeah, it's dancing and yeah. Um Absolutely. So retribution, let's let's I, I don't know, but I think this is the first time I'm hearing this uh, name. Is this a pay-per-view that's coming up? Oh, okay. So have you um, have you not watched Raw or SmackDown? I have not. Okay. So um, <laughs> I want to be careful when I say this. I was on the show with Wade on Monday, right? And, mm-hmm. like, I always – I don't censor myself per se, but I also, like, don't want to – um, I try not to play it up as Cameron and Wade have a lot of the same political views, and when they start to talk about something, they'll run with it for an hour. Like, even though I think it's dumb, like, I don't want politics in my wrestling. They're there, but I also don't want to give attention to things that are silly. On this show, however, I would do it. Travis, sure. they have ripped off Antifa. Oh, oh, those masked guys. Those guys. Yeah. That's right. I have heard those fucking... Yo, that debut was so trash. But what yeah. the... It made... Like, somebody... I remember back in the NWA TNA days. We're talking O two O three, And it might have been Sports Entertainment Extreme. That's the SEX faction. When they... They debuted or, like, they made their presence felt, and they tore up all the, like, old uh, TNA uh, banners and stuff. And it was just that thing of, well, we've just bought a new set, and we're going to debut it next week, so let's have a big <laughs> Back when Rhino Gord, Jericho threw the SmackDown set the next week, oh, hey, here's the fist. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it was the worst. In, I don't even want to say indie. It was just because it wasn't. It was just fucking garbage. It was who let who let like literal like are these real protesters that they like found like in the street? And then he were like, hey, here's a like a crowbar and or a bat, and you still. How do you have a group of, like, 15 motherfuckers in black with bats, and you're just like, I feel absolutely safe for my well-being. Like, you know what? Like, I'm not, I'm not scared at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, how did this, how was this allowed? Like, this wasn't uh, that, that the danger zone, the underground, right? This wasn't, like, I mean, nope. correct me if I'm wrong. It just this is on SmackDown. Right. Oh, okay, right. That wasn't Black. even a wrong thing. What? What? Like on, like, on SmackDown, they come out, they jump, you know, they jump people around the ring, they jump the audience, but, like, in, like, the safest, corniest way. One thing yes. I give them credit for, like, it was a, a mass faction that had women in it who were also attacking women. Like, I think that that's... But like they like were right? giving the cameraman a chance. Better get out of here before I'm getting nasty. Basically, like, and, like they're shaking. letting them put their you know ten thousand yeah. dollar cameras down and better get out of here before I get nasty. Like, you never want the key grip or the best boy 
you don't want technical staff in on your gag or performance. You don't, you don't want to leave that in the hands of... <laughs> it, it just was fucking uh, um, play wrestling bullshit. Yeah. This Absolutely. was, this is kids putting on a, putting on the thing for their neighborhood. And it's really cool because they, you know, get some attention and look at that. 27 so people showed up for their backyard wrestling thing based on that attack that they say. Yeah, so Monday they get really riled up and they throw a... Do we know who they are? No, we do not yet know who they are. No, okay. um, you know, they've been calling them aces and five foot eights. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> How rude. Um, so they threw a cement brick, like, through, you know, some window, you know, some front door, front glass door at WWE, whatever, at, like, the Performance Center or whatever. But, Travis, they didn't, like, throw the brick off their shoulder like you would to break a window. They, like, right. kind of low-tossed it from high, but they low-tossed it through, like, not the door, but the side long window next to the door, and all jumped up and cheered when they did it. It was so stupid. Long-tossed uh, like, underhand granny foul shot? No, 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 not like play? that. But, I mean, like, it was from kind of overhead, but to, like, the bottom of the window. Like, the corniest way you could break a window. Like, they would never do that in a movie. But it's like, it's like that corny, yeah, like that corny undercover cop during the riot who was, like, going through, like, tapping windows. But, like, oh, yeah. right. it was... He's, he's trying to do the most without, you know, doing the most. Yeah. Like you're, like, you're clearly, like, you understand how physics work and that you don't have to do something that actually looks interesting to make your point. But, yeah, but you should because it's safe. <laughs> He should be hurling the shit out of that cement block. You know what I'm saying? Like, but no, they did not. Right. There you go. Yeah. And then they flipped over a Lincoln Town car, Travis. Not like literally a Lincoln Town car. Like, not like anybody's actual nice car. Like, Oh, right. Like, a tail car would have been the shit if they did it in 98 or 2000. Like, oh, yeah. Somebody said, like, like, uh, Attitude Era Rock was very offensive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I I get it. But I thought it was just the feat of doing it. But it was just like, oh, this clear. Like, when they get the people to smash up all the big back computers. Like, oh, look at them smashing up WWE headquarters and all the, like, big old school clear max. <laughs> like, no, those are in the storage room somewhere, and they were like, wait, smashing the board against black screens, you? Yeah. Wow. Retribution. And also, Antifa is not a fucking thing to be ripping off. Like, just because they're not, like, number one, you're they're not the big scary like, come yeah. on. It's like when that's, people talk about, like, rap music these days and stuff and, like, the culture and the blah, blah, blah. And you just think, man, if, we, if it was 1992, like, if, they, if, 
the rappers and the artists and shit had the rage and, and, and righteous indignation that they had in 1992. Mainstream America would, would do what they did in 1992, shit their fucking pants. But it, it's just, you just look at somebody making that point in like 20, uh, 2020 and you're just like, obviously you either don't remember or are too young to, you don't know how it really was, like how ruthless this shit uh, can get. Antifa is like I made the point like bad that everybody's scared of that you can just make a generic faction of and people go I get it because they go well no they just say the word and be like wait that yeah yeah it's fucking stupid you know and And they reveal who the guys are and who the women are if they do if they they ever I say just cut your losses and never talk about it you'll be fine nobody will be mad at you. Um, they're not going to be able to, they're just going to get fucking ridiculed and their careers are not going to, they're going to have to get over being in fucking retribution. Yeah. Like I even said, uh, the only people who like talk about Antifa like it's a thing are, you know, white people in code. And like, that's it. Like it's not, not even, even, I mean, like a certain demographic of white people too. Exactly. Exactly. You you really have to think blue scared old white to, people who will see yeah. something on Fox News and be like, Oh my god, that's happening yeah. in fact you know, gospel lock it down and yeah. You gotta think it all kinds yeah. shit. It's yeah, so it's not even like that's the thing. It's it's absolutely a thing, but only in the sense of this thing you represent to a super niche audience and that's not what you typically do, Like Right, like Ooh, remember the occupy, the, the occupy the ring or whatever that Brian did. People were like, mm-hmm. bring that. number one, Occupy Wall Street was a, a global fucking movement mm-hmm. that it was instantly recognizable. That still nine years later, if you put Occupy in front of something, people know what the yeah. fuck, you know. And that was a one-off <laughs> in a bill to a WrestleMania match. Not a, a, a faction that you or a thing that you're going to do that you've already done twice in however many days, five, four you days. You know what it's much more in line with? It's much more in line with right to center um, in that if you weren't, like, in the know, you didn't know what they were going for, even if you understood. Yeah, but right to so but again, lovely. that was an organic kind of that made sense because they were raunchy as fuck, and it was like, oh hey, let's make a faction that, like you know, mocks the the group that's trying to cause all the all the hubbub, and also at the same time, like acknowledge that, you know, that there are that we show tits and you know, or lots of cleavage and chair shots. That even that worked like and he was not even about them. Like right the center was about wrestling and right about the product and about the storyline specific they were doing. And she was not but they're trying to glom onto something that's just like that's not a thing to that you should even try to glom onto. And look at it and fail it miserably on top of like like if this was like remember when they did the thing with Undertaker and had him carried out and people were mad because of the bombing? Like, okay, let's they were just mad because of the timing. The imagery and all that, like, to me, like, it was effective. And, like, I got the point. It just was the timing. Like, you can't even, 
Like now, yeah, Emory, I, I, it just seems like a fail all the, all around. I don't understand the, how that. And all I saw was the SmackDown stuff. I didn't even see the follow up on Raw, which sounds even worse. Like they had a chance to go, that was trash. We 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 uh, let's end this. And they were like, nope, let's bring it back on Monday. Yeah, and nobody, and that's the thing, like, I think that for something like this to work, like, it needs to feel violent. Like, even if you don't have, I don't think guys have to be 6'2 and 240 to be scary, but I think right. that it needs to be, you know, I very much. Hey, Roman Reigns was the only guy that was Robert's six, life. You know, 6'2 yeah, like, and fucking Shield, and they were, there were three guys, and they were. Yeah, but like when, when Daniel Bryan was in. Justin Roberts, like that was violent. That was visceral. Like there's a way to still make it seem like somebody's dangerous. They got a million dangerous guys on that roster who are, or, or who at least can be presented as such, who aren't the biggest guys in the world. But you just, you know, like if if it was the four guys in Undisputed Era who were doing that violence, it would feel violent. Yeah. You know, so you it can be done. It's just. Uh, don't think they did the best job of of presenting. And I think we should we should uh, bring some attention to the uh, to the to the uh, ratings numbers that uh, AEW is is doing. The, the, the demo gods. The demo gods. Um, I think it's something to be said that, you know, granted, it's the other people doing really bad that makes you, uh, that even makes you guys somewhat level. But, mm-hmm. you know, that ain't everything. You know, AEW can't help that. Uh-huh. And it still should be said that AEW is just about even with. WWE in the uh, 18 to 20, uh, 18 to 49, or that, that, that very, very important demo, 18 to 35, maybe even. And um, they're kicking in the NXT's ass. They have been pretty much from the, from the, their launch. Yeah. Even, uh, even Raw and, and SmackDowns can't, uh, can't compete with, with AEW in that demo. And that's uh, that's that's <laughs> you know uh, I, I'm not sh- I'm not shocked. I mean, you can't look at the last ten years of raw ratings and then uh, wow, I can't believe somebody. Um, but uh, but it's it, it's just if if some noise starts being made, if people start going, oh what. That that spin gets out there in the, in the in a in a way that people can go what AEW's beating the I mean I don't I don't think it's going to make a difference as far as like making people go hear that news and want to tune in <clears throat> but it certainly doesn't hurt uh, it's certainly yeah, uh, yeah for their management and their upper upper folks their EVPs even though I disagree. As a, as a whole, they have to go. Okay, we're doing something right, or we're doing the right thing. 
an internet version, and they and people are really enjoying it, or at least the, the episode that they that, that, that put out. So, in this kind of parallel, that um, you week to uh, Raw Underground, right? So this week they, they immediately got rid of the go-go dancers, which was stupid. Um, to have them, getting rid of them or having them in the first place. Having them in the first place was stupid. Okay. Um, because, like, you wouldn't have. We know that women fight now, um, and so immediately there are women in the audience um, this week, as opposed to being like on stage dancing. I mean, there were twenty five years ago, too, but but still, yeah. Yeah, my biggest gripe was not uh, women dancing; it was that they had non dancing women. <laughs> they just. Like you just pick three random women so they just like, you know, wiggle a little bit and stand up there and just didn't seem to have any direction. Like I didn't I didn't believe it. You didn't suck me in to make me think that's what was going on. Um so this week, uh, you know, it was a bit more grounded, a bit more bare bones. Um the fights were not as good. I will say that. Um, I thought that Dolph Ziggler was really good last week. I thought what they had Baba Tunde doing last week was really good. It was a bit more um a bit more choreographed this week. I think, like, they had Riddick Moss on there, and Riddick Moss just showed you, like, another thing that he's bad at, because it did not look like a fight at all. Mother Tuna was okay. Was great. Right. They had Shayna Baszler. Yeah, they had Shayna Baszler fight three women at the same time. What? What? Um, did she beat They had Shayna Baszler. Yes, she did win. Uh, but they had Shayna Baszler fight three women at the same time. And uh, it didn't look great. Um, and I, I, it couldn't look great. And Travis, they had like, as somebody who thinks that, like, I hate when I posted that Montez Ford frog slash gift, and people were like, I would look great without the camera cut. And I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm getting, bringing you joy. Like, I'm making your life better. Like, nobody want a fucking camera cut. Um, but also. No, that's just... You saw the amount of camera cuts in this segment. Oh, my God. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, Wait, the Shayna Baszler 301? The whole thing, including Shayna Baszler 301. It's just so extra. I think, like, having Shayna Baszler beat three women three-on-one almost takes away from the fact that she's not running through everybody on the even though they made her look good against Sasha last week. Like, I just think that that's so cartoonish. Oh, it's funny. Apparently, Brian Alvarez uh, was talking about how they made one or two or all three of the women in the match made sure they tone it down to make Shayna Baszler look good because they're really trained. Well, no shit, Brian. It's a three-on-one fight. Like, whoever they put in that spot would be told to tone it down so that the one person could beat them. That's literally how this thing works. Like, you're not dropping jewels with that. But, you know, okay. Um, so, yeah, it was it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, like, Riddick Moss, like, they are finding out who looks good fighting and who doesn't. So there's that. But, like, I wish Dolph would have been on there again. I thought Dolph was great last week in the role that they had in that. Because he really does this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying Riddick Moss wouldn't beat people up in a fight. I'm saying when he was there, it did not look like a fight. Um, but 
I understand why people wanting a change of pace and, and it satisfying that. I'm just like, man, you got Chad Gable right there. I let Chad Gable turn his body inside out. Um, you know, Sonya Deville, who, man. I, I don't like. I don't know if Sonya Deville's ever had a pro fight, right, or even an amateur fight. But you present her as MMA fighter, like that's somebody you want in this space. So I mean, there's room to do that kind of stuff. It's just what you know. Trav, my concern is what my concern always is with things like this. In that, two things: can you convert this person to the main roster and make what they do believable? and keep the path. And if you can do that, and will you keep interest in this thing long enough to give it traction? Um, and they just, when people are like, WWE is trying something new. Why did that upset you? It's like, because I've watched WWE. Tell me what new thing stuck around longer than a month. And I'm not asking you. I mean, yeah. rhetorical, but I'm like, yo, you talk about trying new things. Tell me the new thing that's still here. My my issue is with the faith, not with the effort, or not not and with also, the initial effort. If you do have, why isn't that a place where all those pure athletes, all those actual wrestlers, actual fighters are featured? Why isn't Ch- uh, Chad Gable and Sonya Deville and folks like and Dolph Ziggler and so I think it's coming. Like, I want to be fair to them with that. Like, they okay. opened up with Dolph Ziggler. Like, last week they had, uh, even though it was the whole Hurt business, uh, last week they had Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin run through a bunch of guys. So I, I do think they've been good with that uh, so far, and I think that that stuff takes time, and they're, they're trying to work some new guys in. But, yeah, if this is going to be a thing, your, your people who are actual amateur wrestlers or have fighting backgrounds should be in. Um, and, and the last thing before we get to people, um, Dominic Mysterio and Seth Rollins are signed for SummerSlam, and, you know, whatever they want it to be this week, no DQ or no holes bar or whatever, and Travis, they kendo stick Dominic up on Monday. My goodness. Dominic's whole body was great. Um, so... Whatever his skill level is, he's very much dedicated to the story because um, they have my man hurt. And he even acknowledged, like, yes, I'm, I'd be stupid to get in the ring with you in a pure wrestling match. But, you know, maybe with these weapons and stuff, I got a shot. Like, I, I think that they've been playing that out pretty well. So do you think this is just their way, this is WWE's way of, of, of heading off the – the, you know, even who's, who's Dominic Mysterio to be on my TV. Well, if he's in there getting the dash trying to pour, you know, get some sympathy on him, I don't think it's going to work because I don't think he's good enough. Maybe I haven't seen him really in months. Yeah, I heard great things. Oh, wow. So such such an improved, like that just happens with time and, that, and he just hasn't lived enough life to put that time in to be a, 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 a wrestler ready for the spot he's actually in. But I think this is yeah. their way of trying to head off that 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 
reaction. But even again, there's no crowds, but I think it's just instinctive. instinctive. Try to book and I think a big thing was like, well, let's just beat the shit out of them and just get some sympathy. Yeah. And no, exactly. And, and those kind of dudes. Exactly. Yeah, like he's not in there doing um, a bunch of bins and stuff. He's not Randy Orton, you know, showing in 2003. Yeah, I I wonder with him, you know, how long it's going to take. Um, if if you know, I, yeah, you assume he signs to something. I wonder how long it's going to take for him to be a regular because I mean he does not have a wrestler's body yet, and by wrestler's right. body, I don't the mean grown man body. Uh, Exactly, exactly. Like you're, you know, and and I hate to compare Hispanic wrestlers to Hispanic wrestlers, but when Mm -hmm. I think about like a body type um, or a size, like I'm thinking about like Humberto Correa, right? Clearly in good shape. No, no, no. I wouldn't even say Kane because Kane's huge, even though he's not in shape. What I mean is, somebody who is young and not probably at their physical peak as far as what their shoulders will look like, you know, what their legs will look like. Like there's probably a couple of years before he fills out all the way. I wonder if they have him wrestle regularly in no shirt, you know, before that. Because I think like he had no shirt on with the kendo stick stuff, but that was to sell that effect. So I, I wonder like what his timetable is because he's still very much a kid in that even if you're training, you're not on any type of WWE weight regimen, you know, and even your dad, the most famous luchador to ever walk the earth, um, you know, felt the need to put on a sizable amount of muscle in WWE. Now that was a different time, but I'm just like, okay, like Dominic's doing this thing now. Is it not going to be until like, are we going to see Dominic and Simone, make their main roster debut, their real debut at the same time. Like, their I wrestle, I don't gimmick match, you know? Um, I think he might still be a couple of years away. That's not even skill, because they bring up people who aren't the most skilled all the time, but as far as a, a look and a size go. So what's the point? By the way, and, and, he's going to go, yeah, by the way, what's going to Yeah. I'm listening. Go ahead. Oh, if he's going to go away for two years, and just so you're going to lose any kind of it's what you introduce him and it goes away for two years and bring him back as like a fully fleshed out like wrestler in 2023, 24 something. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a that's how you develop. A talent in anything. Yeah. I can imagine, like, hey, you know, 16-year-old, you know, 11th grader, we want to put you in the NBA D-League for summer. You're like, wait, no. Like, you're just bypassing, like, way too many. And he's going to be in there playing with, like, you know, six men and, and the seventh guy off the field. Like, no, like, real pro caliber, you know, fighting for starting position guys. And then go yeah, back and, and it's not even like you and, and I are not high kids and shit for yeah. We're not pay guys. You know, mm-hmm. like that's not our that's not how we get down. We're not like pay your dues, but it's like um 
you know, they put you in there with different people have different opinions, but Seth Rollins is, is absolutely in the top tier of talent there. You know what I mean? So to have you at that space already, um, when it doesn't look like you can get in there and do the wrestling with that guy, I'm there. My question is like, what's your director? Not even nothing against you. It's just like, what is this leading to? And like, can they have you on Raw every week after this? Like, probably not. But yeah, it, it just feels like of all the people that we know, Travis, um, and all the people we talk to, like if Dominic was a pro wrestling, you know, wonderkid, a pro wrestling savant, we'd know. And it's not to say he's bad, but it's just like there's no indication that he is good, you know. So I, I do think it's going to be a really interesting match uh, next weekend. Like, like, no, no, not for the kid there. He's very much when somebody's invested in a story, special things can happen, and he very much seems to care. Seth very much seems to care. So yeah, I think that's going to be that's going to be really interesting. All right, let's. Uh... Open open up the phone lines to some folks, 347-202-0103. That is the number to call us. The chat room is open, by the way, for those uh, interested. Uh, let's start with 253. I feel like I should know who this is, but I, but I don't. Uh, 253. Uh, who, who's this? What up? It's, it's Bruce, man. Oh, oh shit. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on, I guess, I guess, as a recently entered saved contact, uh, maybe I can pick it to come on trash. But yeah. so, so, how you two uh, doing tonight? Doing all right, man. Yeah. I what do gotta say, it's always a, it's always a good day on Twitter when Cam and Tease are arguing over who's the king of the white women. So that's oh, always man. fun. <laughs> His his apology was just fantastic. He's just like guys, like to say I understand the vibes I give off, but he's just the best non-starter to, to any conversation about anything. I know I know it looks like I do this, however, like like guys, you're not helping yourself at all. Oh god, um, and Trav, I'm on book seven of the land. I started that a couple nights ago, so I'm working through it pretty quick. Oh, nice. You you ain't fucking around. Yeah, and you're actually you you got the physical book or the Kindle, but you're reading reading, right? You I got the EPUB, yeah. Yeah. Damn, you and Rich. Rich is a speed reader. I don't know. I'm kind of a speed reader, not to his level, but I, I go a little quick when I need to. So So book seven, which is like seven books in one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, it's it's long. I, I I'm only like twenty percent through it. I felt like I've read a whole book already. So <laughs> you've read you've read two. So uh, yeah. So what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I I want to ask a question before I get into my topic. It's kind of lean to the topic though. Um, to, will the women's battle royal winner beat Bailey at SummerSlam, or will Bailey retain her title? In your opinion. Uh, depends who it is. Right? The biggest cop out answer ever. I mean, I'm saying if they have uh, if if Carmella wins the thing, I'm like, okay, well, Bailey's just gonna continue to do what she's doing. But if somebody of 
a little more of a oh. note, more significance wins. I think Bailey's just doing decent enough work that it's it would it, there's not enough time. There's no build. There's no like anticipation of oh yeah, this they've been really really uh, you know working this woman into the into the scene and SummerSlam. It's the natural. Do you feel that with anybody, or is it just going to be some random winner and they'll just have a match and Bailey probably should retain and will retain? I'm I'm along those lines. I think that pretty much whoever it is, unless it's left field NXT call up, um, then I'm then I'm with you. Who could that be? uh, She retains. I mean, you know. Shotzi can't fucking beat Chelsea Green in a random fucking match. Please. You're looking at this wrong, though. That's the thing. So we've had a long conversation in, in, my, in my group I mean, today about who should win and why. And some people were saying it should either be Bianca Belair or Shayna Baszler. And I was on the minority that said it shouldn't be either of them because those are two people you can't just feed to Bailey to defeat. Because for one... Right. That's what I'm getting. For one, if you're winning a battle royal, that generally means there's no story or anything to actually like propel you to be a legitimate contender or to think of you as a legitimate contender. And especially with Bianca Belair, she has the literal potential to be a transcendent star, and you cannot. I mean, they already fucked up. You can't marginalize her like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't marginalize her by getting her first title shot. In a damn battle royal, and then going on to lose to Bailey, who she should fucking run through. Cause exactly, not to mention the two months they wasted on her on Raw. All right. So for me, like it's probably it should be either like maybe like a Peyton Royce if they're high on her, or like a Dana Brooke, someone like that, because they're just gonna be fed anyway. And I know it's SummerSlam, so they want to be bigger, but you can't you can't have that. Now, one of the homies said that it, it should probably be Mickey James to win it. Because she can, she's a legend. She can take the loss, and she can give a bigger rub to both Bailey and the title for when whoever eventually defeats her, so Sasha, she, whoever it might be. What she did two years ago in NXT, when she came in and gave yes. Asuka, was it? A yes, really, it was really Asuka. good match. And then we're like, oh, this is going to be. And then she went on the Raw, and the main roster just flounder and not be utilized to her anywhere close to. Uh, her full potential. Uh, so yeah, they could run that same thing back again. Except it's well, the different. last thing I'll say, the last thing real quick is like even if Belar goes in there, they have like a twenty-minute classic, which it's not going to happen because it's a Vincent Man pay-per-view, so they'll probably get seven minutes at most. Like that's not well, a rub that Bianca Belair can take with her and keep going with because she's just been defined down as as uh, with every other Bailey challenger as not being at that level. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do with the, with the winner and, and what happens at SummerSlam. So, I mean, yeah, that's all I want to talk about. Just, I know you have not much time left, so y'all can get to other calls. Just hope you all are well, and uh, be hearing from me more. Cool. Appreciate, appreciate that. that. All right. Now, 845 put his hand up, but I'm just going to assume that that's some kind of uh, – Freak mistake, and I'm gonna give him a chance to go ahead and uh, clear that out because I don't think he waited. Uh, may, I don't know. Maybe he waited uh, eight, nine years, however long he's been listening. Today's the day. Oh, uh, I'm gonna wait. Let's 
Uh, I also see three one zero and seven seven three on in the queue, but your hand isn't up. So if you want to uh, be on, hit one, and, and we'll talk to you. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and uh, we had an email here. Oh no, that's VIP. Sorry. Uh, eight four five. I gave you a chance. Eight four five. Sure. Today. It's not the Cubs. What else? Just some other team wins the World Series. Does this one count more than when the Astros won? You listening to some whole different? Show. How you listening to two shows? <laughs> How you listening to it? <laughs> Baseball and wrestling podcasts. <laughs> I, 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 and clearly he wasn't paying attention to us because he didn't hear me saying hello. Wow, we've all this time, Huntington Valley or whoever eight four five is, it's just been uh it's just been like a bot. <laughs> Podcast bot. Hmm. <laughs> all right, let's uh let's uh go ahead and hit down south and talk to Darrell. Um Darrell What on with you? Not a thing was going on with you guys. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Tell your mind. I, I hear that, man. Not too much, man. I was listening to you guys talking about some of that stuff, man. Um, the raw underground. Uh, I'm going to just leave it be as it be because to me, that ain't. I don't think they're going to click. You know, I understand they want to do numbers or try to shot everybody with something, but I just think you bring more on and pointing out how fake everything is, even though we all know it's fake, but you exposing even more by having that. I don't think nobody can truly get over um, coming from there. So they're going to ask why you just don't do that certain same stuff in the um, yeah. when you rap. Yeah, why does like all that Dolph just hold the guy the whole time and never let go of him and grind him into the mat. I agree. Like you have to, there's such a disconnect between what works in the ring and what works in that environment that they choose not to expand. I agree. I also don't See, think I understand. It's going to get. It's just going to get the time to develop into any. If if they if you think the if you have the highest uh, uh, regard for this. Uh, gimmick, and you're like, if it just if they could do it this way, it could work. It's not going to get the time that it, uh, like Cam said, how many new things in WWE stick around? I mean, new concepts stick around to any kind of significance. It might still be around, main event as a show, it's still around. <laughs> you know. Yep. And then you got the people that um um the WWE and people group <laughs> I guess that's what they're supposed to be. Supposed apparently that's what I've been told. Retribution. Who and have they said Sam or Jarrell who they're getting retribution against? Have they cut the promo? No. So no. I, nobody knows. That's the problem. <laughs> Who you need retribution for? Like, why you want retribution? 
Are you a uh, fired employee trying to come back and get something? Like, and if that's the case, how are you guys just continually allowed? You know, it's one thing like with the shield that another keep using them as an example. You know, three guys, you know, in black can kind of, you know, maybe every week sneak into the side door. I don't know. It's, it's a little convoluted and contrived back then. But like 15 dudes with that are going to every week, are going to every week be somehow get into the building, get into the same building. Not like with the shield, at least with the shield. Out there in Milwaukee last week, and now they're in, you know, freaking St. Louis. And, you know, every building is different. Security guards, and yeah, you know. So they can't get the performance center locked down in some way on taping day. So this 15 man gang with assault with the weapons can't get in and, and, and attack folks and destroy property. Because the real Antifa, <laughs> you know, soon as a motherfucker hold up a sign and say, you know, police, please stop killing us. You know, the pepper spray and the tear gas and the rubber bullets are coming out. And, and, and the yep. paramilitary, paramilitary equipment. So if they want to be real Antifa, <laughs> they got to have their real response, which is, you know, Cutting down the rabble rouser. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk about how dumb that was. Well, that real Antifa group is a group that looked like um, Bitch My Man anyway. People who made that up. It ain't it ain't made up by nope. the people who they trying to assume it made up by. It ain't nope. a, 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 a Panther Party or something like that. So. <laughs> It's something just, you know, defer and, and take attention off what really was going on and what really matters, just like this group. So, yeah. Except this is just bringing attention to how trash the product is recently and currently. And, like, people go, this, yeah, is, what, but, this is what y'all think is uh, <clears throat> It's hot in the streets. This is what y'all think is going to do it for folks. Okay. Mm-hmm. But other than that, man, it wasn't too much to talk about. Uh, it's some news coming down the pipe pipeline, especially about um, especially what's going on here about the sale of um, TNT and stuff. But yeah, the sale the sale of TNT. Well, basically, are you talking yeah. about TNT and all the? They're, yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah, they selling they yeah. selling their channels. They selling the station. You know, because they fired um they fired the guy who was over um T um TNT TVS and uh, the one who got um what you call them the gig on there. He got fired. Oh. Uh. Yeah, because um you know they trying to go to just they gonna go to digital. They gonna keep CNN and stuff like that. But they're going digital. It's a whole lot of stuff that's going on. They say they, they say um the channel's costing them a lot of money because of bad contracts and bad content deals. They they it's hard for them to get um 
advertisers to buy commercials. That's why on those channels, you all, the most commercials you rarely see is commercials for uh, other shows that they have premiering that they pay for themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole bunch of stuff right there. So they're not making money with the, with the um, TV shows that they put on there and the stuff that they put, the content that they put on them channels. So they, they've been losing money for years and COVID got them exposed. But um, um, it's coming more and more information coming every day. So, but I can I can inform y'all by next week <laughs> and let you know. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go, man, because I gotta go back in the building. All right, man. All right, Sebat. Talk to you later. Huh. Um. Yeah. Now I, I do remember all when he brought this up. I don't know a month or two ago. It's really. Probably bubbling to the to the mainstream surface, maybe even longer than that. He brought this up. Um, but I don't do you think that this affects uh, AEW. I mean, they've got contracts and shits in place. The guy that brought him to the table and got him in the door is gone, and I mean, that sucked for him, but. You're Tony Khan. I think you, you probably feel okay. <laughs> the next guy's yeah. going to see you and what you, what you bring. Like, that's, that's for sure. That fits well with what they do. Like, they're not a. The, the thing with wrestling is it is cheap programming for network. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and if they can have cheap programming that brings in quality demographics and quality numbers, I, mean, I don't think they'll be getting complaints. It's legacy shows, stuff that's entrenched. That that when you look at it closer, you go, nobody's watching this shit, or at least not the people that are that we can really make money off of. That advertisers care about. Those, but I mean, those, it's, it's beating it's NBA games. Up. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah, some of the big NBA games last week, uh, Dynamite beat it uh, as far as even raw numbers. So. You know, I, I think as, they, as long as they continue to perform, regardless of if somebody sees the value in it, I think we are at an all-time high of the value of what what the programming is not mattering as much as are people watching it. You know, we're in the reality TV area. I see people tweeting about Big Brother 22 all day, a thing that you could never get me to watch. You know what I mean? But... If eyes are on it, I think it's going to work. So even if that guy got let go, as long as they keep doing good numbers uh, with the people they're supposed to do them with, I think they're going to be just fine. All right. Now let's uh, head, head to the Midwest, go to Chicago, talk to Boris, I believe. Boris, is wow. that you? I mean, yeah, the piggyback off that, um, I guess, due to the fact they screaming platform, fly, that's, they, that's why they had to – um, chop him. I mean, I think he was controlling their media and stuff. And I think, because I heard some other people talking about this too, you know, they, they streaming platform flopped, so they had to chop, you know, he, he had to chop him. Huh? What was the platform? Huh? Uh, what forgot, was the platform? I forgot. What, I, well, what's, um, Warner, Warner Media's, I forgot what they streaming platform is, but it just, it just, uh, they just did theirs, and like I said, they already they was they was already in the transition. Warner and DC mm-hmm. and all that, they was already in the transition, and they was chopping yeah. shows left and right. So this was just a, you know the COVID and stuff just was you know just just the tip of, tip of the iceberg for them. 
It just so happened that, you know, AEW is on this platform, but they're doing better than some, a lot of the shows, you know what I'm saying, that, that's been put out. So, I mean, that's good. If anything, because, like, if, if, if anything the, 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 the stuff around them falling apart or not being as stable as it could be makes them more valuable. Absolutely. I, I don't know if that's, you know, but my intuition goes, well, shit, if I'm on solid ground and everybody else around me, you know, floor is lava, or is this earthquake and shit around? I think, you know, I think they're going to be counting on me. And next time that fucking uh, contract negotiations to come up, I'm going to be like, hey, look at all this, you know, this molten floor around us, and look at this solid ground that we're on. Maybe we're worth uh, maybe double than what we had last night. So, you know, we'll see in two or three years whenever it's time to start renegotiating with. Uh, with whoever at that point, I mean, I still still buy them. It's not kind of drastic change in that short period, but that's interesting. I think if you if you'd asked us six months ago, a year ago, whenever that damn Warner thing launched, we'd have probably told you like, nobody's going to be watching this. It's it's like when they try to do that. Look what's on our stuff exclusive. I remember like going, nobody's gonna care to get this so they can watch this. Mm-hmm. There's only so much Rizzoli and Isles that you can take. <laughs> ah! Bam! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, speaking of, like this, my this is my opinion. The women's tournament, Asian women's tournament, keep it on YouTube. It's not good enough to be. Yo, I you know it's not. It's, 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 hold on, yeah. hold on. Terrible. It's, it's short enough. It's short enough for YouTube, and it's not. It's not quite the. You know, the date too green. I mean, it, it was brutal, and I said that's why Very they put it. So. And that's good. Good move. Very much so. And like you say, they did you not. Uh, Who's the best? Like I like. Uh, the, the, she's really tall uh, last week as the punk looking the shaved head. I thought she was really good. Um, and I, like, out of everybody, and then, like, you know, Ariane's, it's hard for me to say nice things about her, but, yeah, like, that inaugural, that first match with Brandy and them, it wasn't good. Um, and I didn't get to watch this last week, but, yeah, they, they don't have, like, to have all those talented women on the roster and to feel like you need to feature a uh, new act, I think that's a disservice to what you were trying to create because there is real talent on the roster. But, yeah, they um, that would not fly on TV. It's not good enough to be on their regular show. Uh, but it doesn't excuse their lack of women that they do have on the roster on the show. Um, Paul Aaron's daughter, Paul Aaron's daughter debuted. I mean, you know, it's just it's, it's they have abundance. Of, I don't know. It's just the way it's supposed to be. Because like you said, AEW gets with Rachel Ellis or Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Only reason why I tune in. Honestly, this is you know AEW is not my thing. I tune in because they brand new. It's from the ground up. So because I never got to see any other promotion. I didn't get to see ECW do his thing, you know what I'm saying, from the beginning. And like I said, we've seen NXT before it was NXT. Because now it's being promoted, you know, the 2012, they're showing how NXT, well, you know, the, um, 
know, you know, Wage Network is showing, you know, talking about how NXT yeah, came up. seven years think ago. About it, if you, yeah, absolutely. Think about it. NXT if you put AEW up against the original NXT, who would have fared better? Because the original NXT before what Triple H is controlling now was straight up high garbage. You see what I'm saying? So okay. it's, it's not we gotta give we gotta give them a chance. That's why I said I tune in because right now well, okay. if I give the original NXT was not on TNT, goddamn national team. No, 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 exactly, exactly. That's Maybe. what I'm saying. Plus, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta give them time, just like NXT got evolved, even changed their name. But my guilty pleasure is these uh, being elite with uh, 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 Silver New. <laughs> That I that I don't know what the, I just go. They allowed to do comedy over there, and it just makes me forget about they supposed to be on the show that they supposed to be wrestling, being professional wrestling. BET is a really I don't know if you got a chance to watch any of it yet, uh, but man, this this league. Yeah, I'm not watching the main show. Huh? I, I I have a hard time keeping watching their main stuff, their TV, their cable stuff. Not watching their YouTube shit, as good as it might be. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. You know, me. And like I said, Tyler Rose apparently is the shit on on the uh, dark commentary and and the the BT uh, stuff. So I mean, you know, I hear good things about. About it most of the time. I heard good things about it before they were even when that was their main way of uh, <laughs> they all over the place. Their main show two years ago or so. Can I just yeah. say this? Can I end it with this? Okay, Dark yeah. Order and WWE just um, what they they knew fraction they just released. Retribution. Um, it, yeah. it retribution ju- just made Dark Order look like. A professional yeah. fresh. And fucking be mad at Dark Order. They got I feel, I feel bad for all the bad things I said about Dark Order. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least Dark Order tweet, you know, when Dark Order was like, this is trash, they were like, okay, let's, we're going to get a leader, confident, you know, figurehead, and try to, you know, do the corporate thing and, and, and readjust, or however they, they do in corporate re, realign or whatever. And, you know, they're a competent bad guy faction. Fucking retribution is an abomination. And, and that just shows you, W, thank you, W, for just making Dark Order, taking attention off Dark Order. You know what I'm saying? They just took the attention totally off Dark Order. That's what they just put, put what, no, and what they put out for me. It's just my opinion. Them little old guys, and they jump in the ring, yay, yay, they use a saw to cut the ring. And, 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 and I haven't watched. I didn't watch it. Somebody else put it out there. Tony Master put it. You know what he was reviewing. This put them the color rope and then jump up and down like they just won a tournament or won a championship. I'm like, I can't believe they're doing this. And then now everybody's saying that this is not the real people. They're gonna actually introduce the real characters, but isn't this the first impression? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, I guess we can wrap up on that. On that. Oh, um, shit. Did I want to? Oh, oh. Uh, 
<laughs> we gave it some decent time last week. I think it's only fair to follow up on Brandy Rhodes' uh, week on Twitter. And Brandy Rhodes got out of there, man. Brandy Rhodes got off right off Twitter. Um, and just said there were other things she needed to focus on, you know, and I, I, I get it. Like, if you – everybody's not built for that type of criticism. I think there's an issue when it seems like everybody who's in a position of power of AEW, except Tony Khan, seems to not be built for that kind of criticism. You know, like, they're not good at blocking it out. I think that I completely understand um, them having an idea, it getting shat on, and Cody being like, no, you're not going to talk about my wife like that. Like, what are you doing? I understand that part, but when it seems like nobody – who, you know, you claim to be this progressive and forward-thinking and fan-friendly group, and then somebody kind of, you know, comes at your idea in a way you don't like and you can't process that, I think that's – it goes against what you claim to be. You know what I mean? And uh, But I also understand from from a mental health standpoint that, like, yo, I'm not going to take shit off. I don't even know y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? But also, um, for the future, like – don't roll something out that is vague and that you can't even explain really con- in yourself concisely and thoroughly. Yeah. Whole way. Absolutely. Like, you should be able to be like, oh, the Randy Rhodes empowerment app is a one-stop shop for blah, blah. You know what? I commercial yeah. market bullshit. They should have had that shit all shopped and all taken care of. So when they roll it out, it's not just this mash of of we think and we hope. Like, wait, you can't you think of people on paying people, uh, charging people, you know, tens of dollars a month. Like, you don't get to do that and then go, well, maybe we hope to, and in the future we're going to like, no, no, no. So, yeah, yeah. your response can't be women don't even like women's wrestling, like. That's an emotional reaction. That's not a an informed reaction. Like that's something that you responded to out of the field, and you can't. Do it. And it's nakedly, like obviously, like <laughs> like that. Like, there was no Absolutely. like nobody was on her side. Like well, no, if you just look, it's just like nope. This was just the maybe not a bad idea to start with, but just wasn't thought about and how we're going to explain ourselves, that part wasn't fleshed out. It's just, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, mistakes happen, and Brandy Rhodes is not some, you know, 50-year-old veteran wrestling insider or TV per you know, like, she's... Yeah, this is all still new. Uh, and it's a position of fucking privilege that she's in. Like, she's only where she is because of who she's married to and the company that he's uh, top. Yeah. That's it. Like, she has no, there's no qualifications why she should be in the wrestling business besides who she's connected to through a legal contract. That's all, that's all that. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, again, for the future. For all of us, and for 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 the fans of shit that gets rolled out. And also, also, you can just it's a it's a lesson in if shit ain't for you, 
Yes. Like I said last week, let the marketplace of, you know, figure it out. Like if it ain't good, yep. it won't last. So, yeah. All right. On on that uh, extremely positive note, we're going to go ahead and end, end things here. Um, get at us uh, next week. We'll be back. Uh, same time, same channel. The free ride is over for you uh, non-VIP folks. So um, we'll be back next week. Same time, same channel, as I said. You actual VIPers, the ones that support with the bucks. Uh, you guys get some extra extra hour or so of content. Uh, he's progressed pretty nicely through the uh, Touch of Power series. I started a whole new series, and we'll talk about uh, Impact and oh, Dynamite and NXT from tonight, among many other things, I'm sure. So, until next time, thanks everybody for your time and your Listenership. That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out of here. Chillin' on my chest, nigga, so could never be no